I wanted to spend a couple minutes talking about the concept of multitasking. Because every day when you're guiding, even on a one-to-one ratio, you oftentimes are doing lots of things at the same time. Um, depending on what type of guiding you're doing, you know, if you're just ski touring with one person, you're just kind of setting the skin track. I mean, you are doing multiple things for sure, but I think sometimes in the technical world, there are times when you're delaying and, and doing transitions and coaching and, you know, there's kind of more, more things that take a, a greater amount of attention right at the moment, but it is something we do, um, regardless of the discipline we're doing, but certainly as we add more and more people, we are doing more and more multitasking and the truth of it is is that multitasking is a myth we don't really multitask what we really do is divert our attention to one thing and then divert it to something else you know and so when we're, when we're doing one thing we're not really focusing on the other thing sometimes we can have things in the peripheral but we're not really doing it it's just like texting and driving when you're driving and you're texting you're actually texting and just holding the wheel in place so part of your body's just kind of doing a static job that it doesn't have to think about and you're texting and then, then you're like, oh my God, I got to start driving again. And you look up, you're like, holy crap, <laughs> I'm going off the road. So you're not really texting and driving. You're texting or you're driving. So, and that's really the truth about it. And um, it's interesting because ratios in some ways are becoming lower and lower in terms of what's being taught um, in certain terrain. And I find more and more people can't deal with higher ratio stuff. And... You know, I make the argument sometimes that when you have a high ratio of top roping, like a big group, that it's harder oftentimes than just taking two people up a multi-pitch climb. Now, there are stressors in multi-pitching, like being really far off the ground. That complicates things. And, and having to do the climbing as well, that complicates things. But in terms of just, like, lots of data to crunch, in a lot of ways, you know, when you have six-to-one ratio in the top rope and you're running a couple top ropes at the same time, there's a lot of pieces that are moving that you have to, like crunch the numbers on and think about and manage the belays and all this and stuff where multi-pitching is like you climb the route you get to the top and they follow you so they both have their um there are things that make them challenging for sure i'm not trying to denigrate one versus the other but there's just a little less moving parts sometimes with multi-pitch guiding but like in a multi-pitch guiding you know where i see multitasking happening a lot is when you're blank two people at once so in parallel so you're multitasking between two different people watching them do two different things maybe if they're doing split rope um or if one person's taking gear out or unclipping and the other one's you know cleaning the gear um or having to wait so there's multitasking there but where I really feel like, and I was, this is why I thought about this concept, was in the transitions where we oftentimes will be belaying and then start a transition or fully do a transition from like up to down. Um, and just the other day I was doing this transition um, and my clients were traversing this pitch um, on these ledges. Um, it's kind of fourth class, so they're moving fairly, fairly quickly. And I was getting ready to go down and I realized, I started my transition and I just realized, I don't like this. I don't like doing part of something, but having them blade the rope in, then do, then try to finish it up and blade the rope in. It's like, with all these ropes hanging, I was going to do a blade, uh, pre-rigging, you know, I was like, it just became like not worth it anymore. Like the, like the time I would save doing it while I'm doing the transition wasn't worth the risk that might be involved with, um, doing it that way versus just like they come up and I just do the transition, um, fully. I either start part of it and finish it. Um, before they come and then I finish the rest when they're there or I do the whole thing before they come and then you know we're ready to go once we're there 
um, or they just come all the way to me and then I do the whole thing right there. And, you know, at this point in my life, it's like I'm fast enough where I don't need to kind of rush those things. Now, there are times and places where, yeah, I'll start a transition when people are climbing for sure. But I think in general, like, you know, if they're moving super fast and it's just hard enough to keep up with them on the belay, it's not worth it. Like, everything's coming down to this risk-reward-benefit. And, you know, if you're going to add risk into something by doing a transition while you're doing other things, you're trying to have to focus on multiple things, the reward better be there. And, you know, that becomes even more apparent when, you ha- when you're stressed out because of a time pressure. Maybe it's a, it's a weather pressure, like there's a lightning storm coming in. So the last thing you want to do is, like, jump around mentally because um, you're going to skip something. You're going to miss something. You know, get all these ropes in your face and then, Heaven forbid all your ropes are a similar color, you know, then you're really hosed because now it's like too much data to crunch because you have to actually follow everything back to where it starts. Um, but the multitasking thing is, is interesting. It's, it's, you just have to be very conscious of it. I'll give you an example of something in multitasking where it kind of get, um, caught me a little bit. A couple years ago, I was alpine guiding and I had two clients and we were going up this route and, uh, Essentially, it's a little quirky kind of the system that you do in this one little spot. There's like this little short belayed section. It's a little short um, pitch. It's like 25 feet long. And then there's like a kind of a long ramp. And usually the kind of way you do it with a group. And the anchor right at the top of the pitch is not great. Um, It's not awesome. So you don't typically like belay everybody up and then do this other little pitch across this ramp. What you usually do is belay people up to you. Then like, well, you climb up, set a little anchor at the top of this little pitch and then then run the rope out and and create a fixed line across this ramp. Um, And then you come back down and you belay people up one at a time and then they hook into the fixed line and can kind of, you know, use a a friction hitch um, or a rope grab and kind of shuffle that along as they go up this little... um, fixed line as you build the next person up it's kind of a really classic way of doing that when you have a, a group of people or a couple of people there and then you at the end um use the fixed line and you clean the anchor and just clean everything as you go well i had two clients one client had come up hooked into the fixed line the other client um i was you know getting ready to come up so i dropped the rope back down and was coaching them to clip into that rope, you know, and I'm, so I'm, I'm, I'm multitasking quote unquote, cause I'm in the Alpine. I'm like, all right, I gotta keep going. I gotta keep going. Yeah. This is a long day. Keep going faster. I gotta go faster. And we had talked about loose rock, you know, 20 minutes before we had just, we had just moved through a whole bunch of loose rock in this couloir, um, about, you know, checking our feet, checking our hands, kicking rocks, being very careful. And on this, this ramp traverse, it's actually pretty good rocks, all bedrock, but there's this one boulder that's pretty good size. Um, one rock kind of laying there in this little trough that's obviously a loose rock. Obviously, nothing else is attached to it. It's like the only loose rock on this ledge. And I was going to knock it off um, when I was going up. And I had my clients kind of stashed in places where they wouldn't get hit by rocks. So I was kind of clearing some loose rocks off. And But the way it is is that it would hit your ropes potentially on the way up. So I was like, all right, when, I'm, when I clean all my stuff, I'm going to knock this rock off. So no one will be below me. My ropes won't be below me. And... It was just just far enough away where I, I wanted to get my one client clipped into the fixed line, turn around, get my other client clipped into the ropes, and then turn back around and talk to that first client to say, don't touch that rock when he was a little bit closer to it. And the problem was I didn't really focus enough on that first client. So he started to move and he moved a little bit faster than I anticipated. So by the time 
I was ready to turn back around and go, oh, I have to tell that client not to touch that rock. What does he do? He steps on it. And what does it do? It comes skiddling down to me and hits me. And I kind of checked it a little bit just to make sure it wouldn't hit my lower client, um, even though my lower client was kind of stuffed in this little corner. So it, it came close to him, but it would, it would have had to been just a, a, it would have had to been a miracle in the worst sense of the world for, word, uh, for that rock to actually hit him. But it came really close to him. And essentially, you know, I got banged up. I was really lucky. That rock was definitely big enough to crush an arm or take a finger off. Um, and I just got a bunch of superficial wounds, a bunch of cuts. Um, and, 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 you know, I was, I'm scarred up now, you know, bleeding everywhere, but, you know, superficial bleeding. You know, it looked really bad, but it wasn't. Um, my other client didn't get hurt at all. My, my first client was fine, you know, but it could have been a very, very different scenario um, if that rock had not gained so much, if it had gained more speed because it wasn't that far away from me. It wasn't a vertical drop. It was kind of like a more of a, uh, a, a little slot kind of ramp that it kind of went into. There's all these factors, all these factors of luck. Are we lucky? Are we good? That came into play that allowed that to be a minimal um, injury to me only. And then, you know, at that point we got up and uh, I got all the folks up and then we took a little break at the top of the fix line, which is a good spot. And, you know, I cleaned myself up and we finished the route. So... But that was the thing about multitasking. I tried to multitask and I, I diverted my attention enough away from something, even though I know I had to do the other thing, and it got me, right? And I think there's probably more examples of, of that being the cause of accidents than actually something else, you know? You know, multitasking. Oh, I, I was thinking about this or I was trying to do this and then I didn't finish this over here and then I went to go do this and then that thing that I didn't finish caught me, right? So... Be really careful of it. Be really cognizant of that. You know, get really good at your skills so it doesn't take you time to do transitions. So that way you can stop and do them fully versus have to do them piecemeal um, during things. Or position yourself really well when you're doing a bunch of um, top roping so all your clients are relatively close. Once again, use that terrain. So you can just kind of be in one spot and have a really good command of backing up belays, seeing everything, watching, you know, coaching. You know, seeing all the little details, use the terrain to help you get into a spot where you you have to do less work. So you essentially just sit there and, and run the scenario, right, versus run back and forth. You can't always do that, but oftentimes you can if you're a little bit craftier with terrain. Um, or use some technical solutions like ground anchors that may help move people closer together and so on and so forth. But it's an interesting concept, but uh, be very careful of it. You really aren't doing multiple things at once. You're just doing one thing and then diverting your attention very quickly to something else and going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. So um, be careful of the multitasking trap.